Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rick and Bubba. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you, guys. For being here, we'll unpack another one on the Rick and Bubba Show today. You want to go right here, little baby brother? Um, coming up on the program today, we'll talk with Mike Pence. Uh, Mike Pence uh, has announced he's running for president, but uh, really probably more importantly, in our humble opinion, uh, he's also speaking at Gridiron Men's Conference this weekend in Huntsville. I'm honored to be there with him uh, with a great lineup at Gridiron, and we'll talk to Mike Pence about that and other things coming up next hour on a brand new Rick and Bubba Show. Oh, come on with this. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy have been giving you a kickoff hour. Eddie Van Adler now joins the team for the YouTube uh, experience. You can watch us on YouTube. Uh, over 100,000 uh, subscribers now. Thank you very much. Uh, watching the show live and or archived. Also catch a best of Rick and Bubba hour uh, as far as our video options. Two of those. Uh, you can see us on Blaze TV, or maybe one of your local TV stations may carry that uh, uh, every day. But uh, So that that's available to you. Also, you get an hour of audio best of on our podcast archives, and the entire show uh, is archived on our podcast channel. Uh, uh, Helmsy, make sure you get that every day as well. Uh, and, of course, you can hear us on America's boldest radio stations, uh, on the Rick and Bubba radio network, uh, or if you don't have that, you can catch us live on the TuneIn app. Uh, that's a 24-7 Rick and Bubba app uh, that is available on TuneIn, which is a free download. You get the live show every day, and then you get full shows replayed for you until another live show comes your way. iHeart also, if you have an, uh, your station uh, has the iHeart option, you also can catch us on the iHeart app as well if your affiliate carries the program, and they are part of the iHeart family. So there's a lot of ways to get the program. And when I say our podcast archives, that means they're also available wherever you get podcasts on any of those platforms as well. All right, so I guess, men, uh, as we get ready to update, the first thing a lot of you are thinking about uh, is how's Bubba? Uh, and that's uh, that's on everybody's mind. Uh, I wish we had a clearer update for you today, but we just don't. Uh, it's really kind of – there's it's good news, I guess, right? Yeah, uh, it th- is. Th- th- now the bad news is we don't know what's wrong with them. I mean, that's that's I guess that's the bad. There's news. that. All right, so here let's go. Good news because I love good news. <clears throat> good news is uh, Bubba did not need a, a heart uh, uh, stint. Um, the, all the symptoms, and I, I agree because you know I'm a cardiologist. Everybody knows that. <laughs> everybody knows that. But everybody no, just that. just having a lot of friends, and of course having you know heart disease in our family, and but Speedy, you've got it in your family. It all looked like, which is really not that uncommon. 
that sometimes people, when once they start uh, struggling with heart disease, if they have one stent, they'll go on throughout the rest of their lives having multiples. Mm-hmm. Uh, every so often, they have to have another one. And I kind of thought that's where we were headed. Right. Uh, and again, that's not that uncommon. Now, the good news on that is normally when they get in there and give you another stent, you go right back to the business and, and feel yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, but they checked his heart, and it didn't have any additional blockage, so that wasn't the problem, right? Right. Anybody, yeah. anybody interrupt right. me if they I say They ruled that out. Yeah. They, they, yep. ru- they ruled that out. Uh, so that's the good news. I guess, even though that would have been a quick fix. Right. The bad news is they don't know what's wrong with him. Right. Uh, so, much. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he said after the, the procedure that he was feeling better, but some of that, as he and Betty said, could have been related to the fact that I guess he was relieved his heart was not any worse mm-hmm. and hadn't, yeah. mm-hmm. hadn't digressed. And I guess that is good news. But now they're, they're going to have to today kind of try to figure out why did he feel the way he felt over the weekend? Is that, is that, is that pretty That's much it. Yeah, they're trying that, to get to the bottom of that. Is that the update? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. But from the hospital's point of view and the, and the heart doctors and stuff like that, they've gone through a number of exams yeah. and procedures and have ruled out any kind of blockage or any kind of um, excuse me, ongoing heart okay? attack or something okay? like that. Are you, Are you having right? one right now? I don't know what was you going okay, on. Buddy? getting a little emotional about it. But, so, uh, now, so, that, so that is good news. Now, yeah. I will say this. <clears throat> Uh, and of course I text him this and, and he claimed that it owned him and I, and I said, you're not here, so I will do it. And he's like, I know it's a very helpless <laughs> feeling. Now, a lot of you out there know probably what might have something to do with this is that Bubba's a big Trumper and he ain't going to come in here and interview Mike Pence. That's right. So, oh, right. So oh, that's, that's good. You know, that's and, you know why? Because he didn't do what he should have done. That's right. That's he didn't right. do what he should have done. And he has the audacity to be running against Trump. And I think he said one thing negative. Um, or insinuated maybe he didn't agree with by the way i've never seen such a reaction to us interviewing mike pence today the trumpers can can trumpers and look if if, if donald trump is the nominee i'm gonna vote for him again and i thought he did a a good job as a president now now as a human being he can be now the fact he may be in jail during it right gonna hurt his chances but i'm just talking about as a human being you know he you can get especially if you if you if you really care about the things in life that are really really important you know he can he can fatigue you you know, constantly having yeah. to to defend something he's done, uh, but uh, but as far as him running this country, he did a good job. I acknowledge that, and, and I would take him all day over what we have now. But I want to just caution some of you that are in the the Trump trance, and 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 I dealt with this back before. Uh, be careful that you don't turn into just a version of the left that you can't stand. Exactly. Okay. By the way, some of you act, and uh, and you know some of the emails and comments on social media from y'all about us interviewing Mike Pence today, I thought was just ridiculous, honestly. I mean, if I can just tell you straight yeah. up. And that doesn't mean that you there's anything wrong with supporting Trump. I'm not saying that at all. But the, the way that you go after people and, 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 and walk out these uh, uh, narratives that somehow, you know, it's a sellout to interview Mike Pence, and I'm not listening to the show today because Pence is running against Trump now. And, That's silly. And that that is – that's just, I mean, I don't understand that. And uh, I, I will credit one guy who pontificated yesterday, and I, I couldn't stand it. I said, no, actually, I said, probably most of my interview with Mike Pence tomorrow will be about how we're going to get together this weekend and try to see if we can't reach and disciple some men and maybe really change this society by people being redeemed by Christ. That's going to be most of my conversation. And, of course, he took all his comments down after that. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Grant and I are yeah, at that yeah. event this weekend and You're pretty right. much see yeah. where this interview is going. The, things Mike, the thing Mike Pence <clears throat> is going to be talking about today and what we're going to be doing this weekend, I, I hate to break this to all of y'all, it's a lot more important than the presidential election. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, yes. hey, this country, I'm studying the revelation <laughs> right now. I can't find it anywhere. Yeah. In here. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> this country doesn't make it. I hate to break no, that to you. Right. I mean, we're, we're, but, uh, uh, but, and but, I think it's pretty obvious why as we're looking right, at what's right. going on. Now, I don't, I probably actually be a refreshing interview for Mike Pence if he could to just focus on yeah that. yeah I'm not yeah. I'm not some masochist or whatever or doom and gloom or that it's all over I I think that you know look, look look through scripture God will give us times of of grace and mercy and even though ultimately it's it's going to all go down and I certainly hope that happens for our children and grandchildren but but I'm also a realist and and I do find it as Peter said in second Peter that that I I know the, what I believe, and then then I I really get upset with myself when then I live my life as if I don't really believe it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like like Peter says, knowing what's going to happen and knowing what's coming, you'd really think we'd live <clears throat> lives that were godly and holy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, if we believe what we say, sure. we believe. Yeah. Uh, so so anyway. Um, we will interview Mike Pence today, and if some of y'all need to take uh, you know one segment <clears throat> off on the show, then then you you can certainly do that. Hey, I'll but, show you. But but <clears throat> but I would like I do, even if I wasn't going to vote for Mike Pence for president, I still would find an interview with Mike Pence on a radio show I like to be still pretty intri- intriguing. Yeah, sure. Uh, that it doesn't mean that you know you so have wow. to walk around wearing Mike Pence t shirt today, but it still might be interesting. You know, he's 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 been in a pretty. High position and, and, and yeah, 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 he's yeah. A, former it, it, governor, vice yeah, president, right, yeah. president's running. Right, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, you probably wouldn't mind having a liner from him, that kind of stuff. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, so that's the update uh, on the interview coming up today. Uh, we can talk about that a little more. Uh, also, that's your Bubba Health update. And as I, and I will say this now, I, I'm not a doctor. Y'all, y'all know that you got one more thing, Hems. Well, I was just going to say, I, I, I will. We have not. I don't think brought this up, but y'all do realize that. We talked to Skinwalker, brought that up again last week, and had an interview. Oh, you're going to go there? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, and two days later, he's in the hospital. There you go again. I mean, at, at what That's point, at what point are we not going to learn our lesson? Can I say? I blame Mike Pence. Okay, That's good. <laughs> yeah. Can, can, I, can I just tell you, mm-hmm. Helmsy? We haven't talked about you remember, that. Remember, I, I, I have said to him, I wish you'd quit tamping around with Skinwalker. Right. Yeah. And you know, and thank goodness this thing with the show being part of it that fell through. I <clears> thought that was going to be a disaster. Yeah, I mean that, that had Ghostbusters written all over. Sure, Haint City. Yeah, you know, what have you done? Haint City. What have you two done? You're right. How much he's got to quit messing around with Guys, Tra- Travis. Tra- Travis Stewart. Taylor. Wow. He texts with all last wow. week. Wow, and then, wow. And then I didn't had think him about on that. the show. I didn't think about that. And two days later, he's in the hospital. Wow. Mm. I just I don't know why we're not talking about it, that. More. As a matter of fact, this rough patch Bubba's in. Can it be tied directly to him starting to, to hang out with Travis and, and the Skinwalker gang? A couple of podcasts, all that. The fact that they can't figure out what's going on with Bubba adds well, another element to that. It does. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. A tough transition, but I, I do want to share this too because um, the, this news came down yesterday as well. Uh, that really, I mean, it's uh, it's good news in the fact that uh, the legacy of this man and the fact that he finished well, which so few people do. Um, a lot of you probably, when I, you may or may not know the name uh, uh, Michael Cat. When I say Michael Cat, uh, probably you, probably a lot of you will go now. What now? When when over in Albany, Georgia, of course you know him very well. But uh, he was uh, the pastor for uh, Sherwood Church from 1989. Uh, all the way up to 20, 
21 uh, when he retired and uh, retired to one of his favorite places on earth, and that was Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and went and lived up in the Tennessee mountains for the last two years of his life. Uh, you probably, though, also, some of you say, okay, I got that. And then somebody might say, I'm still not there yet. Well, I think you'll come on in now. He also oversaw the great ministry that came out of Sherwood Church called Sherwood Pictures. And really, he was quite the pioneer uh, in, in Christian movies. Uh, some of the people right now that are cranking out these really high-quality Christian movies, they're standing on the foundation built by Michael Catt and Sherwood Pictures out of Sherwood Church in Albany, Georgia. I remember, I forget where we were, Speedy. We were it was either somebody was in the golden ticket seats or, or, or we were out on location somewhere because this came out in, in 2003, so we wouldn't have been in the broadcast plaza yet, right? We, we, would, we would have been somewhere out on location uh, and someone gave me a DVD of Flywheel mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, you need to watch this movie." And and I and I gave it nothing. I was like, "I, I don't know about that." <laughs> and they said, "Well, our church made this movie, and you know, whatever, whatever, and you need to watch it." I think they they did it for twenty thousand dollars and it made thirty seven thousand. Yeah. And uh, and and hey, so profit. and so then then of course became the one that that brought them a little more on the on the on the national scene, and that was facing the Giants. Yeah, in two thousand six, and then I remember seeing that, and then they did Fireproof with Kirk Cameron in two thousand eight, Courageous in twenty eleven, uh, and I did not know this, but now I remember it is that Michael Catt was also executive producer for Woodlawn. Really? Uh, yeah, because again, a lot of people, uh, you know, the Irwin brothers, he was one of their big influences, trying to use, you know, the talents and gifts that were there in the church to start producing movies that would compete with all the stuff out there that we either have to justify watching or, or don't watch at all. Also, this was extremely interesting, and, and I don't know that uh, – I didn't know this till I started seeing him posting stuff about it, um, that um, he found out that he was adopted yeah. when he was 38 years old. What? Yeah, and, he, and, and then he found out that, uh, that, his, that his birth mother had no idea that she was watching some of these movies – that that it was actually her son <clears throat> that was producing them because you know she just had put the baby up for adoption never yeah. knew what happened to the mm-hmm. baby and uh, and and then had like a grandchild appearing in one of the movies uh, and uh, and so she and finally they actually connected uh, and and he would post stuff even at her grave saying I thank her for giving me life and I thank her for not aborting me and I thank her for for giving me a better life mm-hmm. and um, so anyway but unfortunately. Uh, Michael Catt developed uh, uh, prostate cancer that was not detected until it was pretty advanced. Uh, and uh, yesterday um, he uh, he passed away. So Michael Catt stepped in. I, I, love, I love what uh, Pastor Dean and Sarah out of Tallahassee put because he was so well-respected by, by so many other men of God and, and women of God. And Dean and Sarah put out something just so – it didn't – just a few words, but it was so good. And he said, hey, pastor, enjoy Jesus. Mm. This wow. is the Jesus wow. you've been serving. Yeah. This is the yeah. Jesus you've been talking about. <laughs> That's good. You yeah. know, and then uh, Matt Brunson, who was on Rick and Bubba University, mm-hmm. the podcast, he and Michael Catt had this ongoing thing who had the biggest library. Because <laughs> they, were, they were both really, and they would post pictures of like, Famous libraries that had, and they would go yeah. a nice shot of Michael Katz library, and yeah, and then he would do one. Just saw Mike yeah. Mac Brunson's new library, and they they did that back and forth forever. So Mac Brunson just posted uh, the stairway going into heaven and said, "Well, I have to say that Cat has finally stepped into the ultimate library." Amen. You know, and so um, so anyway, he also was a great influence on my life. He he was he he was so so encouraging to me. 
He would send me text. He would call me. Uh, he and I had a hilarious story about the movie Courageous. Uh, he, he wanted me to come to a screening of that, and, um, and, and I was running to get there on time, and Scott Dawson was supposed to be there, and, and Scott Dawson came in late, and that became the running joke because the reason Scott was late is a woman was on the side of the road with trouble with a flat tire and yeah. Scott stopped to help her and I blew past her to get to go see Courageous. I remember that best of, but yeah. I didn't know this yeah. was tied yeah. to it. And Michael okay. Katz, like, wow. he's going, wait a minute, Burgess, did you go past the same person? <laughs> That's funny. I said, well, I he, says, he said, so you went past a woman who needed help so you could come learn to be courageous? <laughs> And, uh, and, and and I said, I thought I'd supposed to be on time. Right. And, and he goes, I, I'm telling you, as Jesus would say to you today, Dawson did the better thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So anyway, so he, was so he held that over my head forever. Uh, but uh, he had a great sense of humor uh, and was just – and so many people were encouraged by him. He, he was one of these people that when the denominational stuff and kind of like what we're having now – when people start acting foolish, he was always just that voice of, of wisdom that was like, hey, don't don't forget what this is all about. You know, and um, so let me tell you this. Michael Catt finished well, and Michael Catt heard the ultimate goal from the Lord that he served so faithfully. Well done, good and faithful servant. Michael Catt, uh, thank you for the legacy that, uh, that you lived out and leave behind. And uh, may we all finish as well as you did. Amen. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Um, this show has been pretty clear over the last, you know, 29 years and six months. Um, anybody in here, I know Bubba's not, I'm not. Is there anybody on Team Rick and Bubba that is a fan of Wheel of Fortune? Mm. Anybody? Uh, uh, no, no. Mm. Love, love mm. Pat, but I, I don't like anything about that show. I can't ever solve the puzzles. I don't. I, can. I, I don't. Just, I don't know. There's something about I can't describe it, and we've talked about things in the past that do this, and I can't describe it. I cannot think of a time that I felt good about my day where I found myself in front of Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> it's know. like if I was watching Wheel of Fortune. I don't know if it's the time that our local stations air it yeah because it's that it, last half hour the, before the, prime time. there's just yeah. something about it i'm like i feel like i should be doing something more useful yeah with my life right now and i found <laughs> myself in front of will of fortune and it was it would depress me and mm-hmm. and then of course back to the other thing greg which you kind of touched on and bubba touched on when he's here is that we can't spell, and that also <laughs> makes it miserable. That hurts. Yeah. Then they and, throw vowels in there. Yeah. And now you know how I feel about these people. <laughs> that, buy them. These people that buy so many vowels, and then they solve the puzzle, and they've got ten bucks. Yeah. I'm like, why don't you buy so many vowels? Try a little harder. Try harder. Wow, you went to that safety the, net fast. What about when the bank rep hits them? Yeah, yeah. You, you went to vowels quick. 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 Good gracious. Don't I, don't you know those cost? What are you a person that thinks a credit card's not real money? They asked for that back. A vowel's not free, Alapuka. It's not this, free. I saw it's his 41st season. I yeah, think. yeah. So Pat, think say, about how many puzzles, phrases, uh, whatever oh, you want to call sure. it. If the you people th- that have had to come up with those. So what, oh, what's happened? A lot. Pat Sajak. How many repeats? Has announced mm-hmm. he's retiring. I didn't think he ever would. He's 76. Yeah. And he, look, and he, and he looks money. like he's like 56. Well, think about it. <laughs> I know. But a lot of that's makeup. He's had a good time. He knocked down. They get together that for a couple of months. They have to film a lot of shows and then they're done. But I think he got to the point, unless his health is starting to wane or whatever, but I think he got to the point, and, and you know that feeling. Because I will tell you this this show right now, and I know every, all of us have been here at different lengths. Yeah. 
I am still doing this show because I want to. I'm not to the point that I'm doing the show because I have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, now, so so, what 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 is the Pat Sajak? Do you think he got to the point that he said I I have to say if I see another puzzle, if I see another person <laughs> miss a puzzle, that's so obvious I'm gonna choke somebody. Yeah, that that, that he no longer. It took now, 41 years. Now he says, I'm coming here for the check only now. I'm not enjoying this anymore. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and He's I probably and, been doing that for the past five years. Or and I will say this, I think six, take the age away. I believe anyone who interacts with people, the way people have become, I think they're less desirable. You're all over that. That's true. There was a time when you probably enjoyed it. He probably enjoyed people. People yeah. are hard to enjoy now. They, they are. They, they really are. are. People, well, we, got, we got too many things we got to keep up with. Yeah, people yeah. are just, they've become weird. I mean, we got to watch what we uh, say. They, we got to watch what we They've become, yeah, they, they, they're just looking to be offended. Um, yeah. they, they, they're in echo chambers now. People have become, as Scripture said they would, they're not reasonable at all. Have, have you noticed people mm. being unreasonable is really oh, shot through the roof? Yeah, you know, you ever said you ever explained yourself to someone clearly, and now and they just act like you what you said, no, yeah. <laughs> right? They, I didn't even hear it. And then they come right back and say, well, "Why are you doing so so?" I just explained to you <laughs> yeah. why I did that yeah. just, and, and why you're it. incorrect. I thought that was the information you were looking for. <laughs> I don't like that you're doing that. Well, I just told you that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> I just explained it. Uh, and and so people are unreasonable. People are rude, right? Uh, and uh, and so I, I don't. He's probably just kind of done with people. Yeah, he, he didn't really right? say his full tweet. He didn't really say why. He just said, "Yeah, I've decided that our forty first season, which begins in September, will be my last. It's been a wonderful ride, and I'll have more to say in the coming months." Many thanks to you all. Mm-hmm. Have y'all and noticed that his head's got bigger over the years? Craig, compared to his, no, maybe he's lost weight. No, a lot no, of weight. His it body has. just got smaller. At, at one point, he, he looks like a cartoon. No, you're right. I, I ended up in one of those depressing Thank moments I talked about, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm watching Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I thought, well, that's kind of cool. They've got a life size bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. oh, right. You know, he looks like a life size bobblehead. <laughs> oh, that's really him. <laughs> he looks like a bobblehead. <laughs> he does. <laughs> right. I heard. Uh, Vanna, I got a pretty big head. I heard White had a big head too. Like if you see what? her in person. Yeah. That's who I always heard had the big head. I heard on the Wheel same thing. I heard no, the same I'm thing. just <clears throat> observing that over yeah. the years, I don't remember. But the past few years, I've noticed that, like Rick said, it looks like a human uh, bobblehead. I, Okay, well, you don't have to say it again. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think? I think it's the, the the hair starts to recede a little bit, yeah. so you get more and forehead. And he's probably got smaller. His body has. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he seems like yeah, he. Amanda's got a pretty good noggin on her. She does. <laughs> do, do you? Do you? <laughs> show it. Do, do you think that he would be fun to hang around? Mm-hmm. Or yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Rick Man's made something. millions of dollars yeah. hey, doing this. Good follow on. Uh, that's to, why I was going to say he is an excellent follow on Twitter. Yeah. He's pretty funny. Really? Isn't he a threat yes. to cut up a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. that's the thing. I, I hate the show, but I'd love to hang out with a man. Does he? Does he cut up like that time the late Bob Saget? Remember when we found out where he was actually kind of nasty? Oh, he no. He's not that. No, he's no, not low no. road. Okay. He's not low road. Boy, you'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, Bob Saget was. He said, "If nothing comment. else, I'll keep the clickbait sites busy." Uh, it, that's how he ended his tweet because he likes to he likes to mess with folks. But yeah, he's he doesn't seem he's that funny. way, Rick. Yeah. I don't know him, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. From, I just, from what that was a fair he question. puts out, no, it was. <laughs> yeah, because you know how you never know about people. Like you never know about that. Called us off. You had him nasty. Well, I'm just everybody thought. Is he like that? I didn't say he was. Look, I remember the first time I heard Cousin Cliff's adult show. I was like, good gracious.
Rick. No, no. Are you serious? Buddy, you're on there just Tell throwing it, stuff but out. But Greg don't know about this. <laughs> no, I don't think you he You don't does. know about this? No. I remember when we were kids seeing him at the Ritz. Oh, and so you're about to ruin. Remember that? And he you, did his little tricks. Would you, would you rather I just not talk about it? No, I want to know. This is what you did <laughs> he, he growing had, up. He, he ruined he had a, So he had an adult he had, he had a kid. Oh, my. He had a kid version. And he, he had an adult version. That. Something yes. about that was the fact that he had a kid version makes his adult <laughs> right. version even funnier. He would drop a cousin. He'd just be Cliff. Oh, Cliffy. <laughs> Watch out. That's funny. He saw Cliff out. Yeah. Mm. Do you remember going to see him live at the Ritz? Uh, of course I do. Not near as traumatizing as the, t- the time I heard the other show. <laughs> wow. Where were you? Yeah, Greg, you don't remember that? We, we had a cousin Cliff run here long before you came to the show. Well, I remember his son being yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Super nice. He helped us. With one- <sighs> cousin, Cl- cousin Cliff was a, <clears throat> was a wonderful... Look at uh, it. children's entertainer, but Look he at, he, had, been us, right? he had a show for when he would come to to the adult gatherings. It was a little bit different. Well, so he did magic he, he and balloons, be, mm-hmm. nah. but then but then he also did you know yeah, he didn't want to be painted into a corner. Did the right? balloons were the balloons in the both the kid and the adult? Let me tell you, all I'll, I'll say all, all I'll say is this, <laughs> Adler, and this this oh, is the cool. question you're asking, Adler. Yeah. When he brought out the balloons for a, a child's birthday party, it was one thing. Okay. When he brought okay. out the balloons for the other show. All right, Cousin uh, Cliff. Okay, buddy. It went in a different direction. Gotcha. Rick, you just... I'm just saying. Mm. A lot of folks didn't know that. Because. Well, we talked about it on the show openly. I, 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 Y'all run something for folks. I think even yeah. Cliff talked look, about it. I mean, look what he, you're doing to baby brother over it, there. It ain't like he snuck. And, I mean, right. It, he didn't hide this or something. Look, I'm not I'm not was making this. a living. I'm and not, he didn't I'm, want, Rick, you can only do so many children's shows a year. Yeah. And he needed to, you know, open his business up a little bit and mm-hmm. cater to an adult crowd. Mm-hmm. So we went yuck mouth. I'll yeah. tell you some things in the break about Bozo you won't like either. <laughs> what? Oh, he's out of control. Oh, <laughs> Y'all already I, You ain't heard nothing about Sergeant Jack. Hey, no, no. Hey, look, watch Bozo. Don't get him around the sauce. <laughs> yeah, next, hey. thing you're, next thing you're going to tell me is Pee Wee Herman's a weirdo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would think that? When we come back, we will take your phone calls. Uh, last hour. But in case you missed it, uh, good news is uh, yesterday Bubba's heart checked out okay. Uh, kidneys checked out okay. Um, so that's good news. Uh, the, the the other news that is, I'm not saying it's bad, but but we don't really have any answers on why he was feeling the way he was feeling. So hopefully uh, some other testing today might at least show something. Uh, but the good news is the heart did not need another stent, uh, and uh, and everything with the kidneys checked out as well. So uh, that that's good news. So we'll we'll see uh, if we get other news. We'll pass that along to you. Speedy's here. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Ady Van Adler, Alapuka, and Cam Solo, the interns. All right. So we we will, we will talk with Mike Pence coming up uh, this hour. So that's pr- is that next segment. Uh, it should be bottom of the hour. Bottom of the hour. All right, so we'll talk to him. But we do have, uh, you know, uh, I know these are not fun looks, but we'll take a look-see. It's almost like you've heard there's a crash and you're afraid to look. Yeah. Don't look. Don't look. Blinders. And that's the state of the OUSA. Uh, of course, it is. Uh, I don't know. If, y'all may not know this or not, but it's it's uh, it's Pride Month. Y'all, what? y'all may not I be aware of that. You, Say it, I know that no one, you don't see it anywhere. What? Uh, what in the world? Um, so, Tennessee pride. Uh, uh, you know, it's uh, and and I, I'm Greg. You made a, a a statement during the break that we haven't really talked about publicly. No one be afraid. It, it's it's a good thing. I agree with you because I I know people that uh, that we have an agreement to to see the world differently on this topic, but they they are not um, they're not a mob. Uh, they're not activists. 
they honestly are just trying to live out their lives the way they think it, they 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 want to live it and and that's their their priority are they kind of embarrassed themselves of the presentation of of the community in which they belong going I don't think our strategy is right. Do, yeah, well, they, do, they, do they ever look and go? You're talking about flashing on, on the yeah, White House lawn, yeah. what we're doing right when, now? When, when we see people mm. flashing you know, body parts, acting nasty, yeah. the way these drag shows, they're nasty in front of children. Do, do you think there, there are members that – maybe they're the kind of person they are so uh, committed to living their life out the way they want to and – and, and they have the live and let live mentality, which remember, that's what we were sold in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's not what it's turned into. Are they so committed to that that they don't even call themselves a member of a community of the elder? Did they find this whole presentation to be embarrassing? Uh, like I, I say, look at what's going yeah, on. There's, there's no. They da- showed at the White House where they brought. The, I mean, you got oh, yeah. you got people flashing the cameras. Oh, yeah. You got. No, don't, yeah, I just saw our president. He's out there. Yeah. yeah. Now keep in mind, wow. and and what's yeah. what's happening now with our I mean, current president is he's been told that this is a voting block that they need to play to, and some of the things they're saying, honestly, and I've got one coming up. I'm going to start with A anyway, Adler. I, let me let's go through them in order. That probably works best because I really want to land on C. Yeah, because C is 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 another example of this fake world that's been created that has no basis on reality. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's start, first of all, with Biden trying to talk to the Pride Month event that's going on that features things that, honestly, if, if, if I was part of this community and I said, all right, this is where we want to show everybody who may even disagree with us that some of the ways that we are being treated or being cast are not correct, let's show that we are just <clears throat> you know, uh, people who are trying to live our lives the way we want to live it, and we certainly don't expect everybody else to agree with us, just like we don't agree with you. And then it turns into decadence. Yeah. And, and, and I, I don't understand why that has to be the card that you continue to play. Right. So you're overplaying your card again. You're saying, not only do I want you to say that some people see life differently than you do, I want you to not just have to be okay with that. I want you to also be okay of all this decadence and debauchery that we're portraying as well. See, there may be people that say, I don't have a problem with people marrying who they want to marry or date who they want to date, but I got a problem with debauchery and decadence, no matter if it's heterosexual, homosexual, whatever. Right. Uh, But I just, I don't understand it. Well, I guess I do understand it. You you can't help but eventually, well, like I said before, we all produce the fruit of who we really are. Mm -hmm. We can't help it. There's no way to stop it. Uh, But here we go. Biden's saying, I think of all the places he's been, all the military academies he's been to, and I want you to listen to this statement about what's going on on the White House lawn. Here we go. We all talk about courage. Well, I see more courage in this lawn than I've seen in any time in the recent past. More courage oh on this lawn right now. So flashing your breast takes courage. I see more courage on what's happening on this lawn right now than I have seen uh, in in the recent past, now think about all the things he's seen, mm-hmm. all the all the places he's been. Remember when he fell just a few days <laughs> yeah. ago? That was at a Naval Academy graduation. That's, it sure right. was. Yeah. So, but wow, unfortunately, really. even when he's trying to roll out something about he, about the military and him him banning, uh, he 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 uh, overturned a ban on transgender uh, military service. Um, he, he can't quite get it out, but here we go. As Commander-in-Chief, I was proud to have ended the ban on transgender Americans, transgender Americans serving in the United States military. Transgender. Yeah, the, yeah, the, oh, you know, my. Those of you that are transgender, 
Yeah. Uh, good news, the president's there for you. <laughs> uh, so if you if you don't gesture like the rest of us, you're kind of trans gesturing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is. He's there for you. If you so occasionally, you know, if, if you tra- if you gestured with your right hand, but you've transitioned and now gesture with your left hand, <laughs> he's there with you. His poor yeah. tongue. Oh gosh. If that. you entertain kings every once in a while, as yeah, a yeah. gesture. Yeah. Right. If you're a court gesture. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So here we go. Here yeah, comes the nice. statement right yeah. out of the right out of the fake world. This is so maddening. And I'm having a good a good day so far. And I know I'm new into the day. I hate for my day to go so bad so quick. <laughs> but this kind of stuff just infuriates me. So here we go. When a person can be married in the morning and thrown out of the restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, something is still very wrong in America. Any gay Sorry. people being thrown out of restaurants? Yeah. Not happening. Where, where that is that not happening. Any any gay people being thrown out of restaurants? What in the world is he talking about? Does anyone even ask? Has anybody sure. married who they wanted to marry oh and, and, and are allowed to marry? And that is, you know, if, if that's the choice you want to make. Has anybody said, I married someone of my same gender, okay, and, and, and I am gay. Morning in, time. In the morning. And then you and your partner husband, wife, whatever you call them, y'all went to a restaurant and someone walked in and said, let me tell you two gay something. Y'all are out of here. Yeah. You know why? Because you're gay, you can't eat. Is, hey, is, is the, anybody it, gay in here? <laughs> tell yeah. you one thing, any gays in here? Has anybody, is, that, is that happening? Has it's made any, up. Has anybody been thrown out of a restaurant in modern time because you are gay? And if you got hairy legs, you're out. You're Any, out, hairy legs. Anybody? That see, is, see, that you is, need to have to back we, that statement up. You can't just say well, that. Walk it out. I can't, does anybody, can't we, nobody, Democrat, Republican, let's be bipartisan on this. We can't let anybody in leadership get up and say something like that when it's not true. But now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm, I probably got the story wrong, but uh, Huckabee, that used to be the- Mike Huckabee? His daughter. Uh-huh, Sarah. Remember, Sarah, when they went to eat at a restaurant and, and was harassed yeah. so bad that they did have to get up and leave oh, yes. just based off their political views, oh, nothing yeah. more? Yep. Yeah. Couldn't sit down and eat? Yeah. No, and that's happened. No, mm-hmm. well, Greg, you, you're really talking about the, the whole thing that's going on. This is really, and this is what fake worlds do, it's a 180. The people in this country that get attacked for their beliefs now are not the LGBTQ community. They're not the one being, they're being celebrated. Mm-hmm. The people who are being attacked are the people who disagree, yeah, are the people who have a, a biblical worldview. Those correct. are the people that are not being celebrated for their commitment to what they believe. Mm-hmm. They're being actually ostracized for what they believe, either politically or morally. No, right now the you you never you don't you don't you know this thing about I just, you know we got to be careful the way we treat these people in this community. Is everybody ever want to tell them they should maybe be careful how they treat people that, that disagree with them? Yeah. I mean, we're falling over backwards to be there. sure that, that that a certain group of people are treated a certain way and elevated to more importance than anybody else. Uh, but on the same, we don't hold them to the same standard that we tell the world uh, that we're holding the world to in the treatment of them. Don't shouldn't they treat everybody the way that they tell everybody they that they should be treated right? Hmm. Wouldn't that be showing the best example yeah. Of, yeah. of? Let me show you how you instead of. But that doesn't happen. Uh, you can. I mean, you can have a transgender woman come up and throw you down, punch you in the face. Uh, you know. Yeah. It, it's. Um, it, it it is um, saying one thing and living another. But keep in mind, the president just told us a scenario that is completely false. Yep. Totally made yeah. up. No merit whatsoever. Yep. 
And uh, but if you say it, it must be true, Rick. If we yeah, say right. it enough. Some people tried to kick some gay people out of a Waffle House with me one time, and I was like, this is a family restaurant, and they love each other. Thank you. Joey. 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 Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. A lot of times when you want to talk about a, a fake world, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about a lot, and it's really been odd, when all of a sudden our society has become obsessed with drag queens. Um, they've been around a long time, uh, but our obsession with this and trying to somehow legitimize this as normal even family entertainment is just bizarre i mean it really and and some of you that are trying to sell us on this i honestly think there's something wrong with you uh because it's like you can't see something that's i hate to say this clearly right in front of your face so examples of what greg was just talking about about the white house lawn thing yesterday babylon b has a little child holding a pride flag and here is the headline Child waves at his teacher and principal, acting out bondage scene on Pride Parade float, uh, and uh, and so, so you're thinking, yeah, yeah, you Bible thumping fundamentalist right wing, me, and, but now why don't we just hear from a drag queen themselves who also can't can't believe that parents are taking kids to their shows. I mean, this drag queen can't believe it. Uh, so why don't you just hear from them, and that way you don't think it's some backward, hillbilly, you know, um, uh, antiquated, outdated point of view. Why don't you just hear from someone who is a drag queen and does these shows, uh, and, uh, and, and and here it is. Just listen for yourself. And um, it, it, I've just cut out just the very beginning. He's just said, what in the heck have drag queens done to earn y'all's respect, like why why are they revered and honored? And this is a, this is coming from a man in full drag ev- uh, everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Has a drag queen ever done to make you have so much respect for them and admire them so much, other than put on makeup and and jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage? I have absolutely no idea why you would want that to influence your child. Would you want a stripper or a porn star to influence your child? We've made that point. It, it makes no sense at all. A drag queen performs in a nightclub for adults. There is a lot of filth that goes on, a lot of sexual stuff that goes on. And backstage, there's a lot of nudity, sex, and drugs. Okay? So I don't think that this is... a. a an avenue you would want your child to explore. And I'm going to jump ahead here to the end here, and they're going to address some of the parents that do this. Okay. Uh, hmm. uh, more common sense from this person, in, this man in makeup. Okay. But to actually get them involved in drag is extremely, extremely irresponsible on your part. And I understand you might want to look like you're with it, that you're cool, that you're woke. That you're not a Nazi, that you're not a homophobe, whatever, whatever it may be. But you can raise your child to be just a normal, regular, everyday child without including them in gay, sexual things. And honestly, you're not doing the gay community any favors. In fact, you're hurting us, okay? We have already had a reputation of being pedophiles and being perverts and deviants. We don't need you to bring your children around. So you keep your kids at home or take them to Disneyland or take them to Chuck E. Cheese. But if you need your child to be entertained by 
a big human in a costume or in makeup, take them to the circus or something. When they turn 18, then why don't you take them to the clubs on their 18th birthday? Well, I don't because, know about that. But, yeah, yeah. But, but, he, but still makes a point. I, I think that's still a valid point. Uh, I don't think that's a good decision. But the point that this drag queen is making is this is not family entertainment for children. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and they're saying oh, while you're trying to look so woke and so with it, you're actually, as a parent, doing something really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the point that they're making. I guess it goes back to my original thought. Yes, there are members of the community that go, I don't think this is our best approach. Yeah. And and you heard this this uh, this man in drag say, it really is not helping our cause either because it makes us look like we are perverts and that we are pedophiles because it is it does it does seem odd. And I'm not the person that's made this point. I've seen this point made probably a dozen times now. Have, have you ever wondered, to, to this point, and I'm not saying it's on them because I think parents are doing it, said, have you ever wondered why drag queens desire to be children's entertainment? That, that why do they want our children hmm. to, to come and see this? And this drag queen is saying, we don't. The parents are doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, now, I've said that before when we were yeah. talking about passing laws. I said, you shouldn't have to pass laws because why are parents taking them? Right. Nobody, right. The kids can't drive themselves there. No. Don't no, take them. No, well, that, they shouldn't have to be a law. You got to have enough sense. Yeah, that's back to the James Gregory bit on. I'm upset that my <laughs> my kid eats junk food all the time, but but the kid can't drive. Yeah. Uh. So 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 why not let them have it? Crazy. And mm-hmm. these drag shows, or these parades where you see yeah. people going going down the road. Oh my goodness. And then you see kids on the sidelines and the confusion. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not even having fun. It's not a. Ki- it's not a place for kids. Yeah, they're, they're just confused. No point and, in it. and why are these adults doing? Yeah, why I mean, are these adults engaged in this behavior? I don't understand this. And it's a. It's a. They're coming from a place of confusion. They're not coming place. For, they're not having fun. No. no. Well, you go back to this too. I, I I saw a little bit of this. I told Greg about it. You know, Robert Downey Jr. You know, his dad just died of Parkinson's here in the last few years, and he did a documentary where he went back through his life with a dad that was real hip and cool and did all these, you know, uh, cutting-edge movies that nobody was doing at the time. And his, and his dad got into drugs, and, and, and his mom got into drugs, and they would just let him have drugs. And so this led to him having horrible had a, a drug addictions and alcohol problems. You remember his whole career oh, yeah. nearly ended Woke up in somebody's house in their bed. And so he was all basically in this is trying to get an apology from his dad, which by the way, he, he never gets. But we look at that and we go, I'll tell you what, how in the world did these, this mom and dad get all hip to in their world of Hollywood and expose their children to drugs and alcohol. And they even had the kid doing drugs with them and look at the problems that it caused. But we're not saying the same thing to parents that are taking their kids to these shows. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and it, even it, it, the, the drag queen mm-hmm. made the point. I mean, you wouldn't want them going with adult film stars or no. You know, dan, dan, it ain't nothing this to do is not with family. heterosexual or not. It's 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 yeah. Kids shouldn't be exposed. To there, it. There's heterosexual uh, things that adults entertain themselves with that that are not appropriate really for anyone, but they're not appropriate for children. Yeah. And we would never even remotely think. Well, we probably will at one time. It one it will get there. But that's what this person is saying. I don't understand what y'all are doing, and and taking children to this kind of entertainment doesn't really serve any community well, and it doesn't serve the child well. When the child becomes an adult, they decide they want to go see some of this. Fine, yeah. But, but I mean, if people want to be weirdos as adults, great. They're making their own decisions at that point. Yeah, but that man in makeup and a wig is making some good points.
But but isn't it? <laughs> but isn't it? <laughs> which I didn't think I'd ever say that. Well, no. you know what's sad is that person makes more sense than a lot of parents out there. Yeah. Mike Pence is with us next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba show coming up this weekend. The Gridiron Men's Conference tickets are still available. Uh, and excited to be at the Probes Arena there at the Von Brown Center, Huntsville, Alabama, and have enjoyed uh, Huntsville hosting the Gridiron Men's Conference the last few years and uh, looking forward to going back. Uh, I'm honored to be with Robert uh, Jeffress, uh, Phil Waldrop, David Jeremiah, Mike Whitson, and also uh, this weekend we'll get an opportunity to hear our next guest, uh, Mike Pence, uh, who joins us now on, on the Rick and Bubba Show Uh Mike, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today? I'm uh, just great, Rick. Thanks for having me on the Rick and Bubba show. And uh, uh, I guess I should say, uh, you know, long-time listener, first-time caller. Great to be, <laughs> great to be on, man. Really. Great show. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I mean, are you, you are you just making me us feel good? Are, are, are you familiar with the show at all? Oh, are you kidding me? You guys are on all over. I mean, okay. I just appreciate I appreciate your values. I appreciate the the way you carry yourself. And, I, you know, I was telling your producer beforehand, long before I had a 20-year career in politics through Congress as governor and as your vice president, I actually made a living in radio back in the 1990s you here know, in Indiana. And never as big that. as Rick and Bubba, but, I mean, we were, you know, we were on all over the state. Just loved it. But well, you guys are awesome. Well, you know, my, it's funny. Phil Waldrop, you know, with the gridiron, he told me that. Oh. And I was like, so I didn't, know Pence, I didn't know Pence had a background in radio. We may let you walk a song. Yeah. I, I mean, we may, we may yeah. let you jock a little bit. <laughs> I could have brought you in. I'm, I'm a bumper music guy. I wish we would have had bumper music at the White House. You know, you start a press conference, it's a little bumper music, bring it in. And, uh, yeah, no, I – those were great years, and that's when I started. People would call the radio show, and they'd say, "You know, I've been listening to you. I don't, you know, I'm trying to figure out where you're coming from." And that's when I started saying, "I'm a Christian, a conservative, and a Republican in that order." Yeah. And uh, you know, and our show was carried. You guys, you know, you share those same values, that same perspective, and you do it in such a winsome and entertaining way. I just really want to commend you. Well, you're kind to say that, and uh, and and uh, also watching the way you have. When it comes to the faith, which let's be honest, you listed that first because at the end of it all, that's that's all that's going to matter. But um, but, yeah. but but I do commend you because it is tough. I mean, when you deal with the current state of politics today, uh, many people. I, I'll, I'm just going to be transparent with you. I, I've had these thoughts myself of going. You know, I just don't know that I want to step into that world. And I've even kind of changed yeah. the way I operate. Uh, on, you know, yeah. people wanting you to endorse them as candidates and things like that because it's become so toxic is really the only word I can think of. And those people I know, like yourself, that have served, uh, with that I that I know personally, they've come back and said, oh, man, it's worse than you even think. And and I don't want to I don't want to have that attitude of giving up and going, it's just there's just nothing we can do. And you obviously don't have that attitude because you've served as governor and you've served in Congress. And, of course, you've served as our vice president. And now you have decided to, to throw your hat in the ring for president. So tell me about that from, from you know, you and I as followers of Christ. Um, tell, me why you you're, tell me why you're doing this. Well, first and foremost, uh, you know, it was a great privilege to serve this country in all those capacities. Yeah. Um, and I've often, I had friends tell me years ago, Rick, that there's two kinds of people in politics. 
There's people that are called and people that are driven. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if you want to grab a copy of my book, I put a book out last fall and I've tried to be transparent there. I look, I've been both I'm, <laughs> early in my career. I was one of these guys that let my political ambition get ahead of living out my faith in the public square. But the last 20 years with my wife, Karen, at my side, we've 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 sought to carry our, ourselves in a way that would honor God and uh, stand for the values that we believe in while we serve the country. And the Lord's really blessed our path beyond anything that we could have imagined. But over the last two years traveling the country uh, and getting to know people like Phil Waldrop and others, we've just been listening and reflecting and praying. And you know, I'm just I'm just convinced that the country's in a lot of trouble uh, right now. I, I think the current administration, its policies weaken America at home and abroad. I think in so many ways, our culture is your, your segment at the bottom of the last half hour was reflecting our culture is just, you know, in, in a state of confusion, at least in the popular culture. But I'm convinced that many more are with us than are with them. I, you know, this is a great country of good, decent, faith-filled, freedom-loving people. And, and Karen and I just felt called at the end of the day to step forward and give voice to those values and uh, hold up a candidacy and, and trust the American people and the good Lord for the way forward. I, in my announcement last week in Iowa, I said, we don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. Amen. And uh, we're just, we're going to carry ourselves forward and, and, uh, and offer that candidacy. But I got to say, being at, at uh, the gridiron uh, conference this week uh, with you and with Phil Waldrop and Robert Jefferson and others, that's, and that's a joy for me because that's just an opportunity to step away from the whole political process and just talk about what's most important in our life, which is the decision I made in 1978 to put my faith in Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior and the chance to come there and and just reflect not on politics and policy, but just to reflect on the difference that uh, our faith in Christ has meant to uh, to me and, and to my wife, to our marriage, to our family and uh because uh, ultimately, you and I both know that's the hope. That's the hope of yeah. the future. Well, and and I didn't know you were tied to the Ashbury revival. Is is that where you? Is that accurate? That that that's where God 19, spoke to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good heavens! It's amazing what you can find with Google. I isn't know. It? I mean, well, uh, actually, it was a text from Phil. It was a text from Phil. <laughs> yeah, but 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 is is that so? That tell us what happened. Well, no. So you know, I walked away from faith when I was in. In high school, I yeah. had a little bit of social success. I had a gift of the gab, became popular. I just figured religion was a crutch I didn't need anymore. Right. And yeah. uh, I went off to a little college in southern Indiana and started to meet some young men that just described themselves as Christian. And they talked about having a personal relationship with God. It was a, unfamiliar to me. And I ended up traveling in 1978 to a Christian music festival that took place at at Asbury University, and it's that? called Ixus. And uh, I sat there on a hillside for two days and listened to the early days of contemporary Christian music. I listened to, to preaching, and as I love to tell people, it was it was like I it was like I heard the words for the very first time that God so loved the world that He sent His only begotten Son, that whoever might believe in Him might not perish but have everlasting life. And I. I stood up as the as the light rain came down on a Saturday night and walked down and made a decision to put my faith in in Jesus Christ and my my life has uh, uh, just changed my life forever and uh, I, I hope I hope uh, 
I hope people know that uh, w- you know whatever whatever else they might might know about the Pences, know about our family that that's where our strength and our hope comes from. Yeah, well, and, and when this weekend, don't you think too? Obviously, we you know we we God uh, you know government was allowed to kind of keep order. Romans thirteen, it's pretty clear what government is is there right. for, and and so right. so we can do that. But coming up this weekend, and that is important. And we're and and like we say, we we actually unlike uh, the men of the Bible, we can actually have a say on on who we vote for and who who who's going to to lead ultimately god will allow either for a blessing or for punishment who gets into that that, that office but but this weekend and and it's kind of been our passion here um is i kept hearing all my life uh, and and we have similar testimonies uh but that that men had been given so much influence and headship, not not inequality. Men and women are equal, but they're beautifully distinct, and the roles are distinct, both equally important but different. And I kept hearing this on Father's Day, but then I kind of noticed in most churches the effort to disciple men out of spiritual infancy really didn't exist. Uh, it, it was really only talked about on Father's Day, and I and me because I, I, I'm a C student from Calhoun County, Alabama, but <laughs> but I'm gifted with a super with, with a superpower of common sense, and I thought, well, shouldn't shouldn't if if these men have all this influence, and the family unit is under attack, and God has designed the man to be head of the family, shouldn't mm-hmm. we be addressing him first? Isn't that one of the most important ministries? if not the most important in the church, because it seems like if this guy would get under the authority of Christ, be transformed by the Holy Spirit, and take his pro- proper role right. in, in the house, the church, and society, we would solve most of our problems. And uh, so I, I think the kind of things like this weekend, for for you right. and I and the other men to have access to speak into these men's life, if, if you can get men... This is what we say. We have a discipleship strategy at themanchurch.com, and we say disciple men change everything. So I think one of the best gifts we could give our society and our country is for these men to get right with Christ. Well, I just I'm very moved by your words. Couldn't agree more uh, that you know it's what is it the Bible tells us to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children. I mean, when you look at the challenges that we face the challenge of family in america faces today the the uh the number of, of kids that are growing up in in fatherless homes uh i i i think it just ties so much to the challenges uh, that that we're facing in our society and so i i do think that conferences like this in fact my my daughter and i'd be announced tomorrow but i'll break the news on on the rick and here Bubba we go uh, I, I, are you ready okay I'm... news division is ready in all the stations look um you know i did a book last fall my my uh, memoir entitled so help me god but we're going to announce tomorrow my second book coming out this fall i'm writing it with my daughter How about uh, who's a best-selling author in her own right and it's entitled that? it's entitled go home for dinner Mm. And it's 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 a, it's just personal reflections on uh, on our life, our family. I had somebody tell me a couple of years ago. They said, you know, um, I'd love to read the story about your life and your political career and stuff. But said he said to me, and I say this with great humility. He said, you know, the story I want to read is is uh, how do you, how do you have a family like yours living the life you've yeah, lived? Yeah. And uh, you know, God gets the glory for that. My wife is incredible. Yeah. We've got great kids, but it's also been because we've tried to live out that priority 
of, uh, you know, first and foremost, you know, me being the husband and father that God called me to be. And so it's filled with anecdotes about how we did that. But I used to say that when I was in Congress, Rick, people would say, where do you see yourself in five years? And I used to say, home for dinner. I never need encouragement to work hard or to you know, yeah. go after it. I mean, it's in my nature. But you you got to decide you're going to put your family so first. True. So true. And so our new book coming out reflects on that. And I hope it's a blessing to people. Well, uh, everything you've already done has have been a blessing. And, and I, I cannot wait to get an opportunity Thanks, to hang with you this weekend. I'm, I'm going to come in for the whole conference. I don't, I don't speak till Saturday, but I'm I'm coming in Friday and uh, wanting to hear the whole thing because I need to hear what you guys have to say as much as I need to say something. So look forward to seeing you this wow. weekend, and thanks for taking time to be with us today. Hey, great to be on the Rick and Bubba show, and uh, thanks for having me. Did you want me to ride the bumper music out, or did you All right, Pants, do you, can you hear it? Can you hear it on the phone? I can. Okay, just, just tell them we'll be right back with more Rick what and Bubba. A great show. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Mike. I appreciate you, buddy. Mike Pence. Hey, that was great. You're awesome. Uh, See you this weekend. All right, man. See you this weekend. Mike Pence spending time with us today. Uh, what an honor to get to talk to him. And we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, but anyway, so Bubba will be back as soon as he can. Now, this is a normal thing we do. Uh, Bubba and I do this every time. And that is to now go back and, and assess the interview process and how it went. And this is where we break down film. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't. This is a part, and a lot of you have made sure that that I was very aware of this. Um, is no matter how long you've been doing something, you, you're in error if you stop banging on your craft. If you ever stop trying to get better, uh, then that's a mistake yeah. because then you'll become a parody of yourself, and people will lose interest in what you're doing. Yes. Okay. And, and when you have things that you don't do well, you must address those and you must be honest about them. You must not be delusional about them, delusional about them. And, and, and in the world of what we do, just for me personally, the, one of the most difficult things is interviewing other people. That's tough. It's, uh, it's, it's, it, it may, I'm always a little bit anxious about it. Uh, it drives Speedy crazy because he has to get the person actually on. So it's no fun for him. Mm. And, uh, and honestly, uh, I'm just speaking for me. Uh, I'm, I'm not a very good interviewer and I, and it was probably the weakest, uh, pitch that I throw, uh, in my little skill set. So I've, so I've, I've heard some of those, uh, painful interviews that I've done in the past. Uh, and so I've tried to really work on it, uh, and do better. I sense some improvement. Uh, but I will tell you, Mike Pence, the guest has a lot to do with that. If if you ever sense as an interviewer that the guest is going to give you yes, yes and no answers. Uh Oh, Look, let me tell you, if you want to really struggle, especially in this new world of podcast, have 45 minutes with a guest and you ask the first question, you think they're going to give you like, maybe tell us your story and they talk for about 20 seconds Oh boy. and they go, you know, and that's pretty much it. And you're just like, and you look, and, and look, you you look go, over at that uh, clock and go, wow. So we have 41 minutes left, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. and, uh, Need you here. Yeah, and so are, are, if, if there's, there's nothing that ruins an interview more than there'd be a technical problem. Yeah. The phone's not very good. The zoom's, oh, yeah. the zoom's locking up. You talk about taking an interview and just, it's just, you're just oh, dying. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's just nerve wracking. But Man, I'm going to go this far. If I could <laughs> give a pointer to the, the Pence campaign. Uh, I believe that this show is good for Pence. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that, that Mike Pence, that Mike Pence I just talked to, 
is 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 the guy that I want to hang with. Mm-hmm. He's yep. he, he's Very loosened engaging. up. We's ha- we're cutting up a little bit. He's wanting to walk the bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he loves. <laughs> it. You know, we're, we're jocking a little bit, and we're talking about things that really matter. And um, that that was, uh, you know, those of you out there that have been like acted foolish about us having him on today, and and you're being unreasonable. Um, if you decided not to hear the interview with him, you're the one that missed it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I, well, we've already gotten emails yeah, from um, from uh, Trump supporters. Yeah, that mm-hmm. said that they really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. and the, this interview today was not about Trump. Yeah, it was about Mike Pence. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah. even uh, Pence's uh, team has sent a text saying that they, he really enjoyed that. So I, I thought it went well. And setting well, up he did, interviews, he did his part too. Like yeah, you said, he did yeah. his homework. He 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 knew he knew about the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was just refreshing um, because we can talk politics. You see that every time you turn on the TV. But to 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 talk about what's important and what's going on this weekend and hearing him and his story, I think was extremely important and and i it had me listening a lot of times setting up the interviews i have so much anxiety about getting them on and then you know being on time and stuff once the interview starts it's all like okay but on this one i was glued into what he was saying because it was so intriguing and it was such a great interview of what he had to talk about so let's go back to this now and i know y'all are thinking it and y'all were trying to be nice to me because, you know, I'm sitting here going, let Rick have his moment. It kind of went well. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't have Bubba with him. Oh, he no. still did okay. You think you're all friends? Uh, I know. No, no I really think you are in this one. Greg, don't do this to me. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do this to me. Mm-hmm. This is or time he, for y'all to talk to me. Really this good. is time for y'all to love me enough to talk with me about reality. See, right now, I can hardly wait <clears throat> to get to Huntsville. Here's the best part. And I can, I can hardly wait to get to that area where the speakers hang out. Yeah. I can hardly wait. Well. And, right, right. and I think he's going to send me, hey, Burgess, no, what's, what's up, Burgess? Or, what's up, Burgess? Or, or, or Rick's going to walk up and he'll go, Rick, oh, hey, nice to meet you, Rick. Jerry, don't do and that. And have no idea who he right. is. <laughs> I didn't say go that far that other way. I didn't say go that far. Yeah. Rick, I I've got your fishing. Now, what do you do? I've got oh, you fishing nice. at the farm with him. Rick. I know. Look, I'm not giving you a cabinet position. Two if words, he, Tony Evans. If, <laughs> if he was to win the election, okay? Yeah. I don't think there's a cabinet position coming your way, but I will say this. <laughs> If if this weekend you have an opportunity to have five or ten more minutes just you and him, then it's it's a then there's a friendship there. I can I'll give you that for sure. And you know how about this? I'm very brutally honest on these things. But there's there was something there (laughs) that that um that that went very well. There was a connection there, Mm -hmm. and if you play your cards right this weekend. I think that will turn into something. But don't come in too hot. No. Don't come no. in too hot. Don't love him too much. Yeah. Uh, I hey, Adler, what have you got to say? What's that look on your face? I think I'm afraid he's going to walk up to you and be and be like, oh, hey, Bubba, where's Rick? Oh, yeah, my, one of them. Uh, okay. no. Or, or hey, that happened to me at Publix yesterday. <laughs> hey, are you John Boy or Billy? Okay. Oh, oh, Bubba loves fun. Okay. <laughs> what y'all doing right now is wise, though, because now you see my expectations <laughs> yeah, we going got down. No, yes. I'm trying to hey, look, look. He's gonna know who oh, you nice are, but act you. like it's not a big deal to you either. Just hey, man, how you doing? That's the hard part. And for then me. to ease into it, ask him where he was on January sixth. All right. <laughs> Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right. So we we Mike Pence was on last hour. Interview went well. Uh, the guy's now trying to get me to not do that thing I do, where I start thinking that because an interview went well, that I'm now best friends with the person. Uh, and I will see Mike Pence, uh, unless, you know, security won't let me near him, coming up this, uh, this weekend uh, at the Gridiron Conference. A couple of things I need to tell you about the Gridiron Conference this weekend. A rumor started yesterday that it was sold out. 
we're, we're talking about the Probst Arena. I don't know how many it, it seats, but I know it seats a lot. Uh, and there, yes, the tickets are some, I think the last I heard they were somewhere around 4,800, something like that. So it's a lot, a lot of men coming, but it will hold more. So there are still tickets. So for some of you that thought, you know what, I, I think I'm going, uh, it's great. It's a great lineup every year, but this year, um, Pence will be speaking, David Jeremiah, uh, Robert Jeffress, uh, Phil Waldrop, uh, Mike Whitson, and I'll be speaking as well. And Charles Billingsley will be uh, leading worship. And I, and I found out that my Charles. Uh, that uh, my best friend, uh, Rich Wingo, is going with me. Oh, Wingo's going. Uh, oh, I can't embarrass myself in front of Wingo. No. Mm. Seat capacity 10,000. Okay, so we're we're okay. You're good. Yeah, and uh, so so anyway, so they're going to sell tickets to to yeah. you know we'll we'll never get ten thousand. So uh, so anyway, there'll, there'll be plenty of of room for you. So looking forward to being with you. We will have the Manchurch stuff uh, in the lobby. Uh, I'll be there. The the new thirty one day devotional transformed. If you missed, and I had a guy yesterday. I don't know what to do with y'all. I really Uh-oh. don't. I really don't. I try so hard. Yesterday, hey man, is it too late for me to get a signed copy from my dad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you missed it. <sighs> We talked about that for yeah, for sure, for, yeah. for uh, what eight weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. so uh, so anyway, yeah, we can't get them. You talking about the two month campaign, right? It was eight weeks, wasn't it? It was two months. <laughs> yeah. You have all the dates, you know them because we so. all, it yeah. was sent out for the plan. So anyway, if you want a signed copy, uh, but the good news is you could get it personalized too. If you you could get one Friday or Saturday, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. And then I could sign it. Then you could take it to your dad, or, yeah. for, or you could have it for yourself for for Sunday. So, so anyway, we'll be there too, and we'll have some other of our of our resources there in the lobby. Gridironmen.com If you have not gotten, and if you want to find out more about Mike Pence as far as him running for president, that's Mike Pence twenty twenty four. I just th- I just thought of something. Yeah, Rich Wingo has a chance to steal Mike Pence from you. Because he, he if will. Rich Wingo and Mike Pence start talking, you know, Rich I, is from Indiana. <clears throat> Yes. Right. I, I yeah. could, I oh, could that. see him yeah. stealing everything. Oh my goodness! Hey, you might be in trouble here. I, mean, I didn't think about and that. And we were just talking yesterday, Wingo and me, about whether we're going to ride together. Maybe I said, "I'll just meet you there." Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, if I come in with Wingo and the how the people of Indiana think about oh, this yeah. this yeah. hero of theirs mm-hmm. that went on to be this football star. Oh yeah. And there I am. You know, I played a little ball. <laughs> you know, I'm all county and played a year at Troy. That's just not going to stand up. And it's not. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, buddy. And here's, you gotta figure you, here, that out. Here's Alabama. Here's the Green Bay Packers. Uh, that's not. I'm. Indiana. I'll be lost in that. Mm. Hey, you back from Indiana? home in Indiana? You from Indiana? Me too, man. Then I'm out. Yeah, that's it. That'll be the oh, end of it. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're standing around like mm. dr- drinking a, some coffee by yourself, looking sure. around. I got to distract Wingo somehow. They'll be making local jokes. You oh, know? oh, yeah. Wow. Talking about, Indiana, Talking about so. local oh, restaurants. You know what else? Yes. Oh, right. Don't, don't forget up, Hoosier. Oh, you had to go through that intersection. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So y'all, y'all's family had a place at that lake? Yeah. Right, so, yes. But here's what else is going to happen. God. Wingo has served on the state level. Oh, he's bald. Oh, you're, he, oh, he you're done. You're sunk. Oh, you're, you're done. Yes, that's sunk. it. You're done. Saying, they you're can done. even talk politics. I'm out. I don't know what you're you can done. get. What about Rick? when he finds out that Wingo led the charge to get that abortion law done? You're, oh, done, you're done, Rick. You're done, Sorry. buddy. You're done. What am I going to bring to the table? You're the friend. What am I going to say? I can talk like I have helium. Mm. Oh, I know you don't want to. <laughs> I mean, which is, I know you don't want to be. You don't want to be. I got di- nothing. You don't want to be dishonest at the Gridiron Men's Conference. No, but uh, you got to distract Rich right. doing something else until you get get your love out of the way. You know. Okay. And y'all don't make a connection. Like yeah. <laughs> he's like, love yeah, yeah, yeah. He did get right. it out of the way. He said. Here's Rich what, is a cool-looking guy, too. Yeah. He is. Well, I, I'm going to tell that you something. <laughs> I have all these different categories in my life where these things have happened. 
And I'm a little bit, I'm still just a little bit skittish over what we call the Tony Evans incident. Oh, no. You, are you gonna talk I about didn't this? know about the I didn't either. I hid this, this from y'all. I get secondhand That's, hearing it. I thought I y'all, it. y'all were like tight. And so did I. <laughs> oh, um, but you're incorrect. I want so much to be Tony Evans' friend, so, so much. And, um, <laughs> And I connected with one of his sons, Jonathan, and I do. I think we are we're we're acquaintances for sure, and we will even go back and forth on text, you know. So that I guess that gave me a false sense of connection yeah, somehow, you know, because Jonathan and you know Jonathan, and I've done many things together, and Tony and I, Tony and I have spoke together hmm. uh, twice. Evidently, he didn't remember. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> he speaks a lot, and 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 his and his God has used him in my life so much. And so that got me kind of a little bit of emotional and uh, because I think he's one of the best Bible teachers and communicators, you know, that we have. And, um, and I was really fired. And then I, I thank you, Steve Farrar. And I know you're in the presence of the Lord right now. And thank you for all your influence on my life. And, and you were such a mentor and still looking forward to what I think we have an upcoming project with something that, his wife Mary is doing that. That's going to be part of uh, themanchurch.com. We're just working through the details right now. I'm really excited about that. I mean, he's the dean of men's ministry. So Steve actually embraced me, and and we got kind of close. And he is friends with Tony. Mm. So I thought, well, I've got his son, I've got Steve, Farrar, yeah, and and Tony. You know, we're all here together, speaking together. So this is my shot. I, I'm so excited, you know, to see Tony uh, Evans, and you know, because there's there's when you're speaking at at these conferences, there's there's a little bit of a hangout factor, you know, yeah. and and you know, we, you know yeah. Billingsley and I are, are cutting up, you know, mm-hmm. we got our we got our arena passes on for the weekend, and and everybody gets back there, and there's a little food and some coffee, and we talk about life on the road, and, and if you're really fortunate, you get the Waffle House trip after oh, the Friday, yeah. oh, after yeah. the Friday night sessions, and um. So somebody says, well, you know, Tony's right down the hall. He's, he's in that, you know, sometimes there'll be more than one room, you know, and I thought, oh man, this is, this is my shot. We, mm. we interviewed him on the show, you know, and, and all this and, mm. and, uh, and I rounded the corner and I come in, which is, I mean, I come in wide oh. open. Oh, no. I, I come in gregarious. I, I Rick. you would have thought I was Greek. I mean, I come oh, in. I come you're in. You're greeting everyone. Oh, here comes Big Beard, and I'm wide hey, open, hey, and hey. I and I can't wait to tell him how much he he means to me, and and um, oh, and man. I honestly thought he would see me and light up like a lot. I mean, you, I, you were I, I, the I, same thought, I thought he'd be like, "Hey, Rick, what's going Rick, on? I've been looking for you, and yeah. and and <laughs> looking for you. Yeah, and uh, many many times, this is the way I feel about Greg. Yeah, I wish he would hey, look at me like that, right? And <laughs> and how about I have this? And he didn't do anything wrong at all. He just honestly didn't know me very well, yeah. and I thought that we had a connection. Rick, when he said security, that, that we, was that, that we didn't have, <laughs> and and he was like. <laughs> and he starts nodding at me. Hey, and he, I'm like, man, I just got to. I'm reaching out for his hand. And oh no, the handler with him is kind of looking at me like. And I was like, oh my god, man, it's so good to meet so you, you in person. You didn't do a half it. hug, did you? Yeah. And I went for the half hug, and, oh. and, and it wasn't there. And oh, and uh, oh, and and uh, and he just kind of remained seated and said, hey, man, good, nice to meet you. And and then kind of and that was it. That was it. 
So and, this is and, where and, I get secondhand. What'd you do after that? Was there like a you like, don't like, know. like uncomfortable <laughs> silence? <laughs> Can I ask you a question? <laughs> what'd you do? You start visioning around, leave? looking down. No, I hope you what'd leave? you do? You don't want to know. Did you go stand over the corner and be weird? No. <laughs> you don't want to know. I start pressing. I panicked. <laughs> you tried to Rick, turn to the I tried to tell a funny story. Oh, I lay you idiot. I just I just panicked. I just I just you tried to tell a funny story. I tried to see if I could make him laugh. I, you know, I, that's what that's what socially. So you weren't going to give up. Well, let me tell you, some of us, some of us that have that use comedy as to to overcompensate for our the things that we don't feel confident about, mm-hmm. we'll go to con- comedy in a minute. Right. I mean, and you know, it, that that's what we'll try to do. You said over- no way he'll resist. Greg, one of the ways I overcame social awkwardness my whole life was to be the funny guy. That's true. Uh-huh. And uh, so I panicked and I went to that, and he he wasn't that. Rick, that was not the way to go. What wow. you should have done is says, "Hey, man, looking forward to hearing you." And left. Yeah. 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 Should have left. See you later, bud. Rick. So. Do you, so, I mean, what story? Yeah, I was do have to long? know that. I told, him, I told him some of the dad stories that always work at Gridiron. Oh, oh, men's conferences, they love those stories. You tried to treat him like you and Jonathan have mm-hmm. the relationship, right. didn't you? The son. I did. Yeah. And, and Steve Farrar. Well, yeah, I know. All of them. If I'm friends with Steve Farrar, you don't, he you, would say, you're couldn't I have been friends with Tony? <laughs> well, you went and into friends material? With you went Not into material? I went into material. I did truck right. load of stupid people. You did? Uh, no, you did. Yes, I Rick. did. Really? You and did, it killed. Did you look up? No. So a couple things I want to run down um, that uh, that have happened. I, I need something within the show. When, when we all were rolling out of here yesterday or leaving the studio and um, – I had kind of an active day yesterday uh, uh, dealing with things that need to be done here for the show, and so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hang very long, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and I noticed that someone was coming in, uh, and I even gave cash for this that was supposed to, to fix these lights, and I haven't seen them blink. Was that handled? Mm-hmm. Is, is that, yeah, uh, that was switched out. Yeah, he said to me this will be an easy fix. Did it turn out to be an easy it fix? It was. It was, oh, a, yeah. it was a problem with the switch. that mm-hmm. uh, It was a fader switch that we switched out for a regular one, and mm-hmm. it uh, hopefully corrects the problem. He felt like it, we, it, we it was like the problem. It seems like it has. I haven't seen it a blink would have, today. I haven't either, and it would have done it by now. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. I he think was very confident when he, when he left. Yeah. Oh, it's, Huge confidence from right. that guy. Thank you, Mike. Right, yeah, and okay. he and he he seemed like I mean he looked I liked his confidence when he came in. Yeah, uh, he was like, yeah, this is quick fix. I don't know. Exactly do do, like do all electricians do this or those that wear tool belts? It's like he was holding his tool belt until we finished production, and yeah. then when I said and go. He said, "All right, now we'll put it Damn. on." And oh, he didn't yeah. lay it to the side. Right. He said, "No, I will put it on now." Well, you know? I, I noticed that, I saw and, that. and yeah. I did that. Like I mean, business and now, and you know, and I walked over like a, you know, like I knew a little something about it, and uh, <laughs> and I said, uh, "I'm thinking it's a dimmer." <laughs> and uh, he heard somebody talking, and about he it. he looked at me. He goes, "Yeah, we'll, we'll look into that." This looks like it's acting like a bad dimmer. <laughs> That right? said, right? I did. I did say that. Why, yeah. While we're talking about house cleaning I just, items, I just wanted to do it. I yeah. got a question, and mm-hmm. this is for Adler mm-hmm. and Greg. There's no sense in you saying something here, okay? Okay. I notice. I never sit here. I'm always sitting here, so I'm facing here. But sitting here, I'm looking up, noticing a different area. There's five. I think five, maybe four oh, bulbs that are light? out. Yeah, I need to replace them. Do you want me to do that for you? It's okay. No, I got him. I got him. I got I, I've heard Bubba mention I need, a few but times. But I didn't know if it was, it was, hey, it was too bright, and so we we unplugged a few, or is this just the bulbs are out? How about I stood on the other side of that line of lights for the first time yesterday in a while, 
And I was like, oh, wow, a lot of those are, are out, and then I forgot. But mm-hmm. I'll get them. But thank you. You're right. You're right. I've mm-hmm. heard Bubba mention that a few times uh, on that, yeah, too, about the lights being out. I didn't know. Hey. I'm like you. I didn't know if we want them out or not. No. Adler, we, we don't have a tall enough ladder for you to raise it. <laughs> That's good. good. You waited for that one. (laughs) Yeah, we got a six foot ladder. Is that why why you're asking to help, Helmsy? Because you don't think he's tall enough. I'm just saying, is there a reason that they haven't been changed? Maybe it was too bright. We do have a ladder. Oh, I still can't. We do have a really big ladder back there. I know we do. Yeah, I just want you to know. If you need somebody to do that, I'll knock it out. Right. Well, I got a ten foot ladder house. If you want me, I don't mind at all. I do need a ladder, but I can reach it okay. you jump okay. on my shoulders we'd knock it out don't even need a ladder oh that'd be great mm-hmm. then we can go walk around the park yeah <laughs> right because we're workplace best and look friends. at birdies that's good if you want me just to keep throwing you up there every time and you do walk on it come back down and throw you up again <laughs> that'd be good uh, i didn't mean for this Rick, one more this. time it's not tight <laughs> one, one more, more twist. twist. One more half twist. <laughs> hey, that's fine. No, which is that's fine. fine. It's a little fun. Y'all, y'all don't know this, but I'm going to jujitsu again, so y'all can cram it and be scared. <laughs> <laughs> Have you started that back? Back, 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 And yes. George Webby knows. Hey, Webby knows. Yeah, Rick, yeah, Rick, yeah. You need. I had, I, I had what? I had a conversation with Webby, yeah, and it was there's, there's some protocol. How'd it go? There's some protocol when it, it comes go? to it. Webby, Greg's got something he wants to tell I, us so bad. I'm gonna let Adler handle. I told I had I, yeah. I told Webby that mm-hmm. just because of my life now with kids at mm-hmm. night, night right. classes are not an option. I need to be around at night because I'm not around in the morning because we work at yeah due to o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and so. Uh, I've been looking for a lunch class, and so I popped in a couple different places around town, and I found a, a, a lunch class that works with my schedule. And before signing up, I called Webby and let him know. And let it was not a good that. conversation, guys. So really? It, so it no, did not go well. Wow. No, Webby's no. old See, school. I would He's think Webby would won't, it wouldn't matter where you are oh, as wait. long as no. you're doing this. Wrong. Look, no. Really? No. He did say no. that. Webby. No. He did say that. But he's also old school, you guys. This is like competing teams. You're 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 signing up with the enemy when you go to another place. Oh, I didn't Ex- know that. Helms, could you go and and coach at? Well, yes, that, it's could. not even oh, like it's, that. It's, it's Cobra more Kai. Than that. It's more than it's Cobra <laughs> it Kai. Is. I mean, that's ridiculous. The cranes or whatever. So, wait, so Webby didn't. So Webby didn't like it. No, he didn't. Well, tell like him what it. when you told him. Don't right. hold no, this no, back. Greg's got to tell us if you won't. And also use point. your nervous voice you had. Too. Oh, of course I was nervous the whole time. He's a jujitsu freak. Okay? Right. Phenom. Sensei. Phenom. Phenom. Yes. Is he called a sensei? And I respect him dearly. <laughs> sensei. And, and sensei. I didn't want to leave, but I was forced to leave with my life schedule. And so I'm talking to him. I'm like, mm-hmm. and look, maybe, maybe later on in life. Oh, you didn't. Maybe later on in life when my kids get older. Yeah. I can they can become part of it and and he, and he goes no no you're with them now but it's it's fine are you serious no, not. that you're no, with them you're not welcome back don't th- don't throw me my that charity around no, no you're look, with them now the door right. he actually closed. said that he's right though followed by you're look, dead to me he was glad <laughs> he was glad that I'm going Literally. to jiu-jitsu. yeah he's I, glad but he was also it's it's he didn't I like get it. it he didn't the like statement you're with them now that's a little much. You're with them now. He's real. I know. He is real as they come. How about 
Real dangerous. So you tried to do with Webby the "It's not you, it's me" breakup. Yes, yeah. uh, and he wouldn't. He, he didn't receive. His, it. his, his like, attitude no. is, "You'll just overcome it if you want to be a part of this team." Yeah, well, you're not, with them now. Be, being part of our team requires sacrifice. You're with them now, pal. You're with them I, now. Just raise your kids up in that place. Did it hurt? Yes, yes, it did. Let's have talk. I been to jujitsu twice in the last ten, ten days. Yes, or three I, times in the last ten days. And why? Because it was convenient. When are you convenient. competing yeah. again? You remember we had that video? Please, <laughs> hey, Webby was so You'll frustrated. Never know about it. <laughs> Webby was so mad. He was so mad. <laughs> Come I was on, just sucking. I mean, I was just being Golly. terrible. I've never seen a coach give up on a player so fast. Yeah. I mean, y'all. Good news. I was, though, I was embarrassing them. the dude. I was embarrassing the academy. He ought to be like, glad you're. I was not like there. screaming, like ah, 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 like screaming and stuff. He was like, "This is embarrassing." I'm like, "I know it is embarrassing. I'm the one that's embarrassing everybody." How about when he said, "Do whatever you were me." When he said, "Let's talk color." When he said, "Do something." Let's talk belt. Okay. Okay. You said that when you went to this new one, you didn't know mm. if you needed to start over with your belt. Or are you going to bring in your belt? That's a good question. Right. Uh, where you well, you're were with Webby. Now, so what, you're, what did you end up doing? You're with them now. Maybe <laughs> huh? different standards. Y'all, I shouldn't have told y'all that, but it was hilarious. <laughs> it's and, so great. And he is he's Thank real. Thank you for unearthing he, that. He's real. He's hardcore. And I don't blame him for anything he's ever done. Ever. Now, Speedy's question. Yeah. Um, did you I, go back to white? So, I know I've always been a white belt. Okay. Which is very embarrassing. A little I've bit racist, stripes, though. A little been, bit racist. I've been in this for like five years. I thought you had a different color. No, you get stripes. Stri- I'm sorry, stripes. Yeah, okay, stripes. yeah, but yeah, you yeah. didn't know if you should bring your stripes in. Yes, so I have three stripes on my white belt, not trying to brag. Right. And um, I wasn't sure if those translated over, but they did. And y'all, for real, I am. I'm. I'm not. Uh, I'm not struggling with the white belts, and then all the blue belts can can. I, I really struggle with them. So I'm. I'm still. I still fit in. I still got it. I'm still awesome. So it's good. Webby I'm told me. <laughs> you know what Webby told me? Because we had to talk about this. He said, Oh, I'm looking at you. You'd be blue belt first day. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not true. Really. <laughs> Are they but, still pairing you up with the females? There's less girls at this academy. <laughs> That's a good thing. It might be because it's the daytime class, the lunch class. It's a bunch of working professional dudes. A lot of construction workers and oh, SWAT oh, team members up. and uh, spies. Uh, a lot of uh, train killers. They come Not there. Like John Wick is there. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, I handled him. No problem. And by the way, these uh, bruises on my arm, it's not monkeypox. It's from jujitsu. Greg. All right, so um, I, I know that, that profit stars are handed out here so often, it, you, it's like we don't even have room for them anymore. Um, so this one, you remember when we started talking about the AI stuff, yeah. and, uh, and and it was cool, and, and people started sending pictures of, look what, look what AI does when you see like the Bible and some of the pictures it's drawing of, things in the Bible and look how cool that is and all that. And, and, and it certainly was, but, uh, one of the things that we brought up on the show and I was like, mm, you know, when, when AI starts playing games, um, with, with scripture, that may not be something to celebrate because that means that AI could be cranking out its own version of the Bible. And since it's only as good as what people are putting in it, People could say that they wanted the Bible to be printed again, but they want to put these things in it they would like for that to be the angle. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't take long. Uh, we, we now have um, uh, the World Economic Forum, and uh, we have a person, and Adler, you did some research on this. Uh, who, who is this person? 
This guy is a senior advisor for the WEF, the World Economic Forum. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's a close he's a, he has close ties to Chairman Klaus Schwab, who mm-hmm. we've played on the show many times before. Creepy accent scares all of us. You yes. will yep. eat the bugs. He's the guy that oh, has yeah. suggested humans eating bugs. They're, they're, uh, they're globalists. Uh, they are anti-population growth, which makes no sense right. scientifically. That doesn't make no. It does. So, Societies continue by continuing to reproduce. We do not. We are not overpopulated. That, not at that's all. total hogwash. Total hogwash. And so um, he is trying to make the point that AI uh, could make cr- a, create a better religion, a true oh, wow. religion. Here we go. A perfect religion. Here we go. Um, and he. he this that's is not in the grim. clip, but he Come talked on. about how the Gutenberg press Here in the go. 15th century. It created it, it printed all these Bibles, but it didn't create one. Mm-hmm. So AI is even better than than that. Which uh, that's that's a bad comparison. But uh, he, here he is, um, and he's he's Israeli, so he does have a hard accent. Okay. But anywho, um, AI can create new ideas. Can even write a new Bible. We you know throughout history, religions dreamt about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence, by a non-human entity. Every religion claims our book, all the books of the other religions, they humans wrote them. But our book, no, 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 no. It came from some superhuman intelligence. In a few years, there might be religions that are actually correct, that just think about a religion whose holy book is written by an AI. That could be a reality in a few years. Hmm. Anybody yeah, cre- that, is that creepy? Anybody creep, out? Yeah, uh, creep first of all, city. he's creepy. Is that creepy enough for everybody? Uh, creep city, right here. Prophet yes. star, ding. Yeah, you can uh, see this that, coming. Hit that bell, Greg. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so w- did you hear what he said? He's basically saying this far-fetched garbage of thinking that God inspired these uh, this book. Uh, what we, if we really want something that doesn't come from humans, let AI write it. Now, Bubba would say right here, and he would say it correctly. Well, that guy's wrong because AI can't do anything that humans don't program it to do. But but if you went to AI and said, here's the tenets that I would like to have in a, I'm putting quotes around, holy book from you. These are This is how the world should be, and this is what people should be taught, and this is, this is produce me something that has these pillars. Mm-hmm. Well, then it would. Yeah. And he goes, and then it would actually be something that was not human then at that point. Of course, he's playing with words a little bit because there's still humans involved in it. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You're, you're giving the AI but then if the, 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 fa- the, the foundation to build on. Now, it will build it, and that is remarkable. Uh, but it's also, like everything else, can be very dangerous when it falls into the wrong hands. And, mm-hmm. and you, you couldn't have heard it any clearer than right there. And, and like, like Adler correctly said, you know, the World Economic Forum, I mean, these are a bunch of globalists. We're studying the Revelation in the Wednesday Bible study right now, and we all know that it's, this thing has to head to a one-world government. And and one thing that you'll need in order to get everybody in line, especially when uh, the, the Antichrist comes on the scene, is you're going to have to have everybody kind of on the same page on spiritual matters as well. Uh, and uh, so one way that would happen is for AI to create a, again, quotes, holy book, that everybody adheres to. Yeah. That this is the this is the world religion. So there you go. Uh, phone calls next. All ten lines are available. Love to chat with you. Find out what's on your mind. 
866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, we got Alapuka and Cam Solo ready to get you lined up, ready to go. And we'll take your phone calls when the Rick and Bubba show continues right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, let's start with, uh, you know, everybody's favorite press secretary. Uh, you know, I can't imagine the job, uh, that she has to do. Uh, that is Corrine Jean-Pierre. Um, and she wants us to know, uh, with all the thing going on with Hunter Biden, with the Biden family, all these things with the department of justice. And, um, she wants to us to be reassured that our current president respects the rule of law. He sure does. Uh, so here we go. Uh, here is Corrine Jean-Pierre in her own words. And you've heard us say this over and over again. This is a president that respects the rule of law. This is the president that wants to make sure uh, and has proven that to be in his actions to make sure that the Department of Justice is truly independent. And, uh, you know, and he said that during the campaign, uh, he's restoring uh, certainly the integrity of the Department of Justice. Yeah, I said I wasn't going to eat any more sausage balls, but if you follow me around, I'm still doing it. Uh, just because he says these things, what we're asking is why aren't we seeing these things, okay? Uh, but he's not implementing this. The, the politicians say all kinds of things. Next, even CNN is saying the Department of Justice, their criminal invest- investigation into Hunter Biden, how long it's taking is outrageous. So here's CNN even talking about this. Sarah makes a great point about the Hunter Biden investigation at DOJ. This is preposterous. This has been pending, according to our reporting at CNN, since 2018, five years. And this, by the way, this investigation is not the laptop. This investigation is a tax issue. Did Hunter Biden declare his income? And a a sort of obscure gun law. Did he possess a gun while he was addicted to drugs, which you're not allowed to do under federal law? Did he lie about that? But five years, I mean, that's a five-week investigation somebody and this spans the trump administration and the biden administration someone's got to make a call on this case i don't know what is going on but it's beyond anything i've seen before even cnn is saying five years and and, you know i mean we've seen pictures we've seen i mean it's the whole it's not really his laptop oh yes it is Mm -hmm. um and then we get into grassley now look, you have to sit through. He'll get to it. Okay. Oh, wow. Can we get on to it? This looks like it's a right. minute fifty. Yeah, give, it, give, it, give it like fifteen twenty seconds, and he gets. <laughs> yeah. Can we not fast? Can we fast forward through that? Well, first we're gonna have to. Okay. Now this is going to be talking about all the stuff de- dealing with foreign nationals bribing Joe and Hunter Biden and. Seventeen audio recordings of conversations and kept as an insurance policy. I uh, I just realized I can play stuff on Twitter at one point five speed. So this is him at one point five speed. Oh, should we try it? Yeah, let's try it. Okay, here we go. Let me assist for the purposes of more transparency on this subject. The ten twenty three produced to the House committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. The 1023 also indicates that then Vice President Joe Biden may have been involved in Burujma employing Hunter Biden. 
based on the facts known to the Congress and the public, it's clear that the Justice Department, the FBI, haven't nearly had the same laser focus on the Biden family. Special Counsel Jack Smith has used a recording against former President Trump. Well, what is U.S. Attorney Weiss doing with respect to these alleged Joe and Hunter Biden recordings that are apparently relevant to the high-stakes bribery scheme? I got to tell you, that, Adam, had, that's, that, that was, was tremendous. A, that's, that's what a great, great idea that was. That's a game changer. That was a game changer. Bottom line, all kinds of evidence, and the de- Justice Department's hanging on to it, not letting us have it like some sort of security blanket. Why? Uh, we know these things, so they're protecting the Bidens, and we know that. Um, it, or it looks that way, I should say. It's a better way to say it. Uh, all right, so remember also we talked about about how the the true fascists that we have in power will always say those that oppose them are the fascists. I know, Ann, but what are you? I mean, it's this kind of stuff. Are you familiar with fascists and how they operate? Well, California has just uh, – they're proposing AB 957. This is a parent could lose custody for not affirming what their child believes about their gender as children, not as adults. Come on. And they're going to use an example of a seven-year-old. Seven-year-old. Seven. Uh, And um, as I saw Babylon B say, it showed a couple, and the wife was pregnant, and someone asked the couple, so what are y'all having, a boy or a girl? And they said, we're going to wait till the kindergarten teacher decides. Yeah. All right, so um, <laughs> a good one. what a great one. Uh, all right, this he, is really scary. All right, here it is. This is California, modern this, day. This is crazy. So this particular bill adds the very important factor that affirming a child's gender identity is in their best interest, which is what your question is about. Why does it get, why does it actually say that in a, an affirmative way? And it really is because if you have a seven-year-old who's, who's talking about having a potential to say, I being able to articulate that they believe that they are not the same gender um, as they are biologically, then it should be affirmed. And through care, it should be determined. And that's what we did with our own child. And that would give the ability for a parent who wasn't sure to affirm and get their child the care that they need to make that so they can begin to articulate that determination. Mm, but by nice. saying and rejecting it in wholesale, then you're essentially rejecting your child. And that is not in the best interest of a child. We should be affirming our children in every possible way and getting them not whatever true. appropriate no. care they it's need, seven. whether it's based on their gender, whether it's based on how their um, studies are in school. It doesn't matter. Our children should be affirmed. And this is saying that you have to include gender affirmation as a part of that. No, wow. no, 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 no. If your child is confused about the gender that they are biologically, you help them work through that. That's what's in the best interest of the child. You get them some help, some counseling, and you you start working through that. If this was applied to children and parenting, first of all, I thought I wanted what could be a cowboy. Right. Kids exactly. say stupid stuff all the time. And if my parents went on board on that, it would have been a disaster for cowboying everywhere. And yeah. you can lose custody of your kid. I'm not that, a cowboy. That's, that, that's crazy. Right. I was never Raggedy Andy. Yeah, I mean that that's unbelievable. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey Rick here from the Rick and Bubba Show, inviting you to tomorrow's Rick and Bubba Show. Bubba's still out. We'll give you another update tomorrow. Your phone calls always help. 866 We Be Big and we'll break down the stories of the day in a way that is unique to the Rick and Bubba Show. Don't miss the show tomorrow.
Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.